0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Salesian Sports Broadcasting. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about the NBA. Um, I am here with...
1: Joshua. Ramon. Nick.
0: Daniel DJ Danny Brito. (laughs) And today, we're going to be briefly talking about some of the surprising teams. Um, And I want to start off with the 76ers. Um, I think 0-3 start to the season. Uh, Two of the teams, Celtics and the Bucks. I mean, those are two competitive teams. Um, Then they lost to the Spurs. Um, I'm not really concerned for this 76ers team. Um, I think with Harden and Embiid, just that duo right there easily can combine for 80 points together. Um, Maxi and Tobias Harris, I mean, I see this 76ers team responding after these three losses and becoming the team that they're supposed to be.
2: I can definitely get behind that. I feel like I feel like a lot of people are forgetting that the 76ers had the uh, disadvantage of playing against two of the best teams of the league immediately. Not to give an excuse at all, but we do have to understand where they're coming from. The Spurs loss, however, is a bit uh it, it's a bit odd. It's a bit uh, inexcusable in a way because once again you do have the advantage of having Joel Embiid existing on your team as well as having James Harden's uh point status, as well as Tyree Saxe and Tob- uh, Tobias Harris, as you said. So I-, I do think we just have to have a little reminder that they did have to play against the Celtics, who are a very consistent team right now, and the Bucs, who have just been dominating in general for the past couple of years.
1: In my opinion, I think this, um, the Sixers, right? The Sixers. I think they're playing poverty. Like James Harden, when he does well, he does well. They never do it on the same way. Like him and Joel Embiid, if you realize that. I said the Boston. Uh, they lost to my vote for MVP, which is Jason Tatum, future MVP this year or next year. Promise, I promise you with that. They lo- look at this. So in the um, what is it called game? In the in the Philly game, uh, no, in the um Giannis game when they played against the Bucks, Joel B did not score in the second half. Like I'm not gonna lie, they stuck him at 15 points. Like he he wasn't even playing physical. He was trying to do moves like that. He was trying to do. Sp- um, soon. he's trying to play his own book. Like he tried to play too much as a like a uh, as a guard a forward. And James Harden actually had an amazing game that night. And when they when they played some spores, you realize James Harden didn't have a good night either. He dropped twelve points that night, 12-15. I believe it's twelve though. They just need to link up on the same times.
3: I mean, you know, I'm. You can agree. I can agree with that. Like, you know, they both may not be on the same terms of scoring every single game. But uh, right now, actually, in the points per game uh, leaders, uh, Embiid and Harden are back to back 27 and 26 points a game. Um, so they may not be competing on the same level every game they're playing together. But uh, you know, maybe they'll have to uh, you know up that chemistry a little bit. Uh, and compete like they're both yes, they're both superstars, both all-stars but they're going to have to be compatible with each other on the same court
0: um, yeah, no, I mean this 76ers team I think is just going to it needs to warm up um, you know, Harden, his full season with Philly um, I mean, I feel like he's gotten used to that team already um, maybe he still has to get used to passing to Maxi and giving it to Embiid um, but yeah uh, another team that is surprising right now uh, is the Utah Jazz mm-hmm. I mean 3-0 and uh, top of the Western Conference right now um, I mean ridiculous boy you got rid of um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert two two best options for the Jazz I mean right now you have Mike Conley uh, Kelly Olenek Lori Markkinen um, Abelou- Rudy Gay Rudy Gay yeah I mean I mean I just think these Jazz these Jazz players have gotten lucky these first couple of games.
3: I mean really, I mean everybody's saying they're they're tanking and you know uh it, it's starting to show that maybe they're not the team that's going to tank for Victor. I mean they're 3 and 0. They're tied in the Northwest uh with Portland and they're first in points scored out of every single team in the league. Um so yeah, uh, Colin Sexton has been balling. I mean, that guy, that guy is something special. I mean, he definitely uh, needed to spring out of Cleveland because of Garland and Allen uh, and all those fantastic players. But uh, I-, I think he just needed some space, and uh, him going to the Jazz might be the perfect, uh, the perfect thing to do.
1: I personally love what the Jazz is doing right now. They don't really need to... If they, they can win a few games, then start tanking later, like I say, around 15, game, around 15 games. Like, Kelly or Lennox, I honestly believe he is going to drop 16 to 18 points a game. I have I have on my fantasy team. I've seen him do, done this in Houston before, so I have faith in him. He's that type of guy. He can play consistently and and knows what to do. If they want him to be a scorer, he can be a great scorer. And Laurie Marketing, he has been Fan, like fantastic, he's the he's actually living up to his potential now. The last few games, he has been going off. He's been the leader scorer for the Jazz, and Con Con I still think they're gonna flip him for picks. Let's not lie. Like he's a he's a great six man, Jordan Clarkson types of player. I don't see him ever being able to lead a team into success. Like the disrespect he has been doing for. Um, for players like that one thing when he did it against the reigning MVP Jokic, when he started um placing his foot on the floor and just dragging it, dragging it in front of him, j- just to him to speed by him, like I would feel disrespected. Like I would take that personally if I'm Jokic every time I see him. Like I'm not gonna lie.
4: I mean, I think one thing to think about this Jazz team, I mean, one person who we haven't talked about is Jordan Clarkson. Mm. I mean, Jordan Clarkson has been balling, I think. He understands that, okay, Donovan Mitchell's not here. He was our number one scorer. Guess what? It's time for me to step up. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. He's averaging 19 points a game. I mean, he's shooting 44% uh, 44 from the field and 42% from three-point range. I mean, he's attempting a lot of threes. He's making a lot of threes. So I think Jordan Clarkson is someone to watch on this Jazz team who can really rally these guys to, who knows, maybe be
0: a contender in the West. I'd like to see this. Yeah, no, uh, Jordan Clarkson was good uh, off the bench last year, but coming off starting as their shooting guard, I mean, I think he's going to drop more points, carry this Jazz team to maybe the playoffs. Um, they got eliminated early last year. I would love to see them move on uh, far. Yeah. Um, Another team that is surprising—well, not surprising—is um, the L.A. Lakers, who is who are 0-3. Poverty. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> I think—I'm very disappointed in these Lakers. I mean, you have LeBron James, clear, dropping 30 points a game. You have Anthony Davis, who has played three games so far. And will most likely play the whole season. That's what I'm hoping. Um— and you picked up Patrick Beverly from the Timberwolves. And I'm thinking, you know, oh, he's going to be a good shooter. shooter, And he's going to maybe have some good defense. But we really haven't seen him step up. Um, Westbrook is not doing good as usual. Um, but no, I mean, this Lakers team, I don't see them going that far. Um, if Anthony Davis tends to stay healthy, you know, with his blocks, with his steals... Uh,
3: necessarily dropping 20 points a game like I could see this Lakers team going far so yeah this Lakers team is definitely disappointing I mean to have guys like LeBron and AD on, the, on that team is uh, you know and, and to be 0-3 is ridiculous I mean they're 28th in points scored 30th in field goal percentage and 30th in three-point percentage they are absolutely horrible I mean, unless they can pick it up somehow, I mean, this, this is a circus. This team is a circus. Every time they play, uh, it's like a bunch of clowns on the court. And every time Westbrook airballs and LeBron airballs, I think everybody's laughing. Look, when I'm
4: looking at this Laker team, I mean, honestly, coming into this season, I wasn't really expecting much. I mean, let's be honest. They don't have a lot of shooters. I mean, they, they, they really don't. I mean, the one thing I can give the GM, Rob Palenka, is they got younger. And with that, more athleticism, more defense, a lot of these games I'm looking at have been relatively close. But the problem is that they're not knocking down their shots. They're getting good looks, but they're not hitting those open threes. And it, it really bothers me because you got a point guard, your starting point guard, Russell Westbrook, who is right now about 8% from three. How, you can't be the starting point guard of a team and be 8%, from, it just, it's impossible. You, you just can't do it. Another thing that bothers me is, is AD. I love AD, I really do, but I'm looking at these stats right now. LeBron James is leading the team in rebounds. That can't be, okay? AD is almost seven feet tall. Okay, I, I, I'll give him this. He's got the steals, he's got the blocks, his defense has been up there, but he's got to get those defensive rebounds, man. He really has to.
1: I honestly think the Lakers have been washed. Like, I'm a big LeBron fan. Like, honestly, I think LeBron is better than Jordan. Like, that's, that's just my opinion. It's a fact, actually. It's not even an opinion anymore. It's a fact. It's a fact known today. So, the Lakers being this bad It's honestly surprising to me. Like... They can't make a jump shot for their life. Like, let's be honest. I'm looking at the stats. And I'm like, what is happening? This team is trash. Do not take jump shots. LeBron James forces his way to the paint. He needs to just keep on forcing his way to the paint. The last few games, they only made nine threes, I I believe. Nine threes in the last few games. They have half the, half the team is taking at least more than two three-pointers. I only, see one, I only see one guy who made at least two three-pointers in a game, which is LeBron James and Austin Reeves. I'm like, that's crazy. And you guys shoot a lot. Like, some of them, some of their job is to shoot. Like, you get paid a NBA contract just to miss shots. Like, you guys, honestly, you guys are going to be not, probably not going to have a job next year. You guys are going to be poverty. You guys are probably going to be on the G League. Like, Lakers. When LeBron James, like, if you really think about it, LeBron James is playing with a bunch of, like, the new guy they signed. They said he was a, um, what is it called? He used to walk in the graveyard shift. I'm like, LeBron James is really him. If you think about it, he's really carrying. He has to carry the Lakers. He has to take all the insults. Other than no, West Westbrook has been taking, like, his insults. They've been giving to West Westbrook. is kind of crazy. Like being a LA. Being at, playing for L.A. and when they're contending is kind of crazy. The fans treat you differently. And now they're regretting how they treated most of the former talent. Like Kyle Kuzma. Like um, KCP. I remember what they used to say to Kyle Kuzma. Also, Danny Green. but Danny Green was understandable. Danny Green. when I Every time I saw Danny Green on the Lakers. Like, I, I remember this one play in the finals when... Um, I think it was game five. You guys, it was game five or four. It was five. I'm pretty sure. Five. You guys had the wide open three. Danny Green was wide open. This is for the, you guys get to end of the game. He misses the wide open three, misses it. I'm like, damn, I would, be, I would low-key dislike Danny Green.
4: Um, listen, I'm looking at this Laker team right now. There are two trades that have come to light. You got the one with the Pacers. We know that one uh, with Buddy Heald and Miles Turner for Russell Westbrook and their two first-round picks of 2027-2029. We know that the Lakers have been reluctant to include those picks, but, I mean, eventually they might have to. Then we have that deal in Charlotte. Which one is better? With, uh, what's his name, Gordon Haywood and I believe mm-hmm. P.J. Razier, right? P.J. Razier. Uh, Razier. So the question is, what are the Lakers gonna do? Because I'm looking at this team right now, this team is not gonna do anything in the West. I mean, they have potential. I like Kendrick Nunn. I mean, I remember him in his Miami Heat days. Kendrick Nunn has the potential to be a good scorer. Austin Reeves, last year, he has the potential to be a good scorer. Patrick Beverly, he's not really a scorer, but his defense does come in handy in certain times. But these guys need to step up. and They really need to step up. I mean, Tosquito Anderson. He was with the Warriors last year. His defense was complemented by Steve Kerr. Um, But I need to see more of that. I need to see these guys scoring. I need to see see these guys getting in the paint. And most importantly, I need to see these guys taking the load off of LeBron James. He should not be leading the the team in points. I don't care. He's LeBron James, but AD should be leading this team.
2: And that's the truth. But right now, he can't because he has to make up for everything else that the team isn't doing. I do completely agree with that. I feel like they're putting way too much responsibility on LeBron James, especially for such a superstar team uh, with the likes of AD and LeBron. I I can completely agree with you on the fact that AD needs to uh, lead a little bit more. He needs to go get those boards, as you said. He needs to use his physicality and his body to his advantage. He needs to realize that as the big man of the team, he needs to step up a little bit. And we also need to realize that Russell Westbrook isn't at the moment he has. I don't know why we have him right now. As much as I would love to see a Russell Westbrook comeback, I, I just can't see it happening anymore. We need to get him out. But to talk about another LA-based team, uh, and to transition into that, the Clippers recently have not been doing too bad. They're 2-1 right now. Uh, I'm not exactly mad, but the thing is that I'm a little bit confused about is when we go to... Uh, what's his name? When we go to Zubac... I, I love Zubac. Don't get me wrong. I love Zubac to death. But his most recent game... Shooting one for four that's a 25 shooting percentage and it's just his rebounding though is amazing I get that his job is go and get those rebounds He's not he's not supposed to be a point player But I do think that especially when you compare it to his game his first game against the Lakers with his 14 points I do think you know Maybe he just had an off game and along with another clipper that we can talk about that everybody loves to death everybody loves Paul George, such a classic clipper. I I love Paul George to death. He's one of my favorite of all time. I I think he's everybody's favorite. At at one point, everybody loved Paul George. And Paul George hasn't been doing too bad, to be honest. He's against the Kings, uh, you know, 40 points. But the issue there was he was shooting uh, 16 for 31, which isn't necessarily bad. But I would have liked to see, you know, maybe a little less of those attempted shots and a little bit of those makes.
3: You know, I think someone we have to talk about right now is the return of John Wall. Mm. I mean, John Wall, uh, definitely a very likable player. Um, and I, I, think, I don't think there's one person that's upset that he's back. Um, 16 points a game, uh, 51% from the field, not doing too great from three. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to see him back. I mean, it's, it's awesome uh, making a recovery and, you know, being on a garbage team like the, the Rockets – Uh, And then coming to a pretty decent team like the Clippers and making them better, um, definitely be a a great addition.
1: Honestly, I love what the Clippers did this offseason. I love how um, Paul George is doing his thing. He's not PG-13, he's PG-21 now. PG-13 was trash. He's clinking stuff out the backboard. I have Paul George on my fantasy team. I love... I always love when Paul George is doing good. Like, since I actually have him on my fantasy team, I hope... I actually hope... I hope the LA Clippers can be top two seed. I want them to beat the Golden State Warriors because I know this one Warriors fan. He is so bad. The score is the goal. So, we can't... Realistically, I don't... I don't want to see the Clippers... Like, I want to see the Clippers at least try to make it to the finals. Probably lose... Kawhi Leonard is coming back. He play, he's on minutes restriction. But the thing is, no one's going to talk about how Kawhi. He takes it. He's going to do what he done in the previous season when he was with L.A. And Toronto. He's going to take multiple days off. Multiple days off. He's not going to be off. I mean, minute restriction is going to be off. But he's not trying to have another one of those injuries that take him out for the rest of the season. He, was on, he only got that type of injury when he was playing in the playoff against the Utah Jazz of two years ago. I think it was two years ago, yes. Utah, two years ago. That's when everyone thought Utah was going to win, but they did what Utah always do is they choked. They choked, but it is what it is. Now, another surprising team I would love to talk about is my New York Knicks. I think we're going to be AC. I think we're going to be the AC. RJ is going to have a wonderful season. We're going to see him make it to the playoffs, even though, even though, I'm not going to lie, he didn't. He did bad game one. He did bad game one. Julius Randle, he did pretty good. I loved what he did game one. Jalen Brunson still has no turnovers in the last two, two games he played. Cam Reddish, he has been even looking pretty good. Amon Quickly, I love I love seeing Quickly do good. I wish we had him play starting point guard, but like it is what it is. Tom knows the team better. Quentin Grimes, I wanted to have more minutes. Let let me argue with you a little bit on that. As much
2: as I love supporting home teams, I would rather support the Nets to the Knicks, which brings me to my point. Look, I love Julius Randle to death. Julius Randle is an amazing player, and RJ Barrett's not too bad, but I can't see in a team where they play team ball but not a single one of their players are really a scorer in any sense. And I think it's a bit ridiculous to say you want them to be at that high of a level when they're not performing uh, 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 to the capabilities that teams like... The Nets are, and I know people are going to say, What happened to the Nets last year? What happened to the Nets? What's going to happen to the Nets this year? More importantly, what happened to the Nets overall? We have the rumors about KD wanting to be traded, we have Kyrie not playing due to the whole COVID situation, and this and that. What I want to say is, let's just look at what Kyrie has done so far in the two games he's played. First game, he had his 15 points shooting six for 19. Okay, right there. Sure, you can say that's a bad game completely. I agree. It could have been better. But you cannot say he did not come back with a 30-point game rocking seven assists. That's what I'd like to see. I think the Nets are definitely going to sit here and they're going to say, we are the New York team that you should be supporting. We're the team that's going to come rise up from all these issues we've had. I want to see more Kyrie. I want to see more KD. I want to see the playmaking that we've seen. Kyrie is an amazing player. I think we forget how much of a shifty, a crafty, and a talented point guard that he is. I think we forget the absolute monster that Durant, the Durantula is. uh, The the reboard-grabbing beast that Andre Drummond is. And Seth Curry, uh, uh, one of the Curry brothers, still shooting for straight
3: dimes. Andre Drummond got signed to the...
2: And you know what, even with Andre Drummond off to the Bulls, I can tell you one thing, one thing, even with Andre Drummond out, I was not aware of this, I apologize for misspeaking, even with Andre Drummond out, I still completely believe, and faithfully believe, that this year, the Nets are going to be big, they're going to do good, and in my opinion, Joshua, please don't get mad at me, going to do better than the Knicks should yeah,
1: for me. That's just black like that. Take is just so bad in my opinion. Like he's talking about the next Kyrie. Like look, Kyrie was already one foot out the door. Kevin Durant. It's not rumors. He wanted out. He wanted to play somewhere else. He that was like radical. He only stayed because no one wanted to give up the package that Rudy Gobert had to get traded. Like Rudy Gobert. The Rudy Gobert trade ruined the. um ruined everything in the league, like, trying to trade superstars because they traded up so many picks and, like, the um, Timberwolves were that dumb enough to trade that much talent and that much assets. You guys don't basically have a future. Like, if you realistically think about it, Rudy Gobert's going to do that for how many, for, like, three more years. Be, tra- um, be trash in his last two years. He's going to get slower. He's not going to, He no one's, everyone's going to see him stop being a defense player of the year. And Kevin Durant, Kevin De- can't. That, like bro, he's bro. He's shown to not be able to lead a team into a finals multiple times. He joined Steph Curry just to, just to make the best team in NBA history, just to be one guy, the goat of the back, the goat of basketball, LeBron James. LeBron James. Like you guys are so lucky. LeBron James played by himself. He played like that. That 2018 Cavs were poverty. The only except Kevin Love. I love Kevin Love. You know, that 2018 was poverty. Like the LeBron like the LeBron James of two um, 2007, bro, he carried a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of kids, a bunch of like, bro, I, I can't even, I only can name one player from that team, and which is, what is it called? Big Z, because Big Z, he's, I remember Big Z, because Big Z was still, he actually went with LeBron, I love Big Z, but LeBron James got swept that year, and he got swept that year in 2018, 2017. 2017 is one of the best years that a team like that, they're coming off the 2016, the 3-1 comeback, just to not win just not win the finals, cause they had some guy who was that mad but traded his own franchise, he ruined the league, I couldn't even watch basketball, he made me hate basketball. Like every time I saw Kevin De- on like my, my, on the screen, I booed him. That guy just needed to get off my screen. Like he, like, and when he went to the nuts, I I was happy for him, I wanted him to win a championship. I was like, I always remember, I said Giannis was not, I remember a few, I think it was my freshman year of high school, I said Giannis was not a top 10 player. I was mistakenly wrong. KD KD got sm- no 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 I'm not gonna lie I was mad about the two the seven game series he had with the Bucks in 2021 I was so vexed he he lost in a game seven Clayson victory when he dropped 50 back to back KD was playing the best ball I ever seen uh, two of his teammates were injured. James Harden was playing with a with a with no hamstring connected. Like oh my, like that year just got me mad. And I realized in the year after that, Kyrie Irving played with um no LeBron no Kevin Durant played with a bunch. He played with Kyrie Irving who played like one game out of twenty every single two every single two to three weeks. Like anytime, he's the whole reason why James Harden left. James Harden left. You guys have Ben Simmons on your team. Who wants Ben Simmons? Let's be honest. Like you guys got Seth Curry for that deal? Like Seth Curry is the only piece other than Ben Simmons, I can name him. Cause Andre Drummond left. You guys have Philly fourth round pick, but you guys are gonna what are you guys gonna use with that? Trade 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 for someone in the future? Go ahead, take. Josh. Let me
2: let me tell you something, Joshua. Okay, brother, I'm gonna say this so kindly, so lovingly, in such a in as nice as a way as I can say, you are delusional in quite a bit of a way. You are, quite frankly, blasphemous. These are heretical takes that I'm seeing. And I'm a bit surprised that we're saying Kevin DeCant, considering the fact that he is currently right now averaging 29.5 points, shooting 48% from the field. If you want to round it up, 49. If you want to round it down, 48. With four rebounds and four assists. Saying he's Kevin DeCant, while he's one of the most versatile and one of the most beastly, uh, uh, characters in the NBA. Eh, NBA. Sorry, I was so unbelievably appalled by this man's opinion. I couldn't speak. That's how surprising it was. Next to a player like Kyrie Irving, once again, a uh, 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 extremely revered point guard, and you say, "Okay, sure, maybe they got Seth Curry, and that's the only good thing with Ben Simmons." Ben Simmons is going to come back up. We forget that Ben Simmons is such a good player. He's such a crafty player. He's good at what he does, and that's why we love Ben Simmons. Seth Curry is going to come and outshoot the entirety of the Knicks starting lineup because when you play team ball, the issue with team ball is you can't do it if not one of your players is a score like Kyrie or versatile like KD or, or good at doing his job like Ben
3: Simmons or good at draining those threes like Seth. So this is the last thing i got to say. I mean, Joshua, I liked your little rundown of the past 15 years of the NBA. Um, but unfortunately, um, in these past 15 years, the Knicks haven't done anything. The only thing they really have done is made it to the conference finals against LeBron, where they just got swept. Um, and then, uh, but unfortunately, I have to say for now, I mean, the Nets are definitely proving themselves to be better right now. It's just the truth. I mean, the Knicks have the Knicks have depth, yes. Do I think RJ Barrett has the potential to be a superstar? Okay. But we're not seeing it right now. And we're I don't think we're gonna see it this season. Now RJ Barrett had the potential to be a, a defensive player of the year last year and didn't have it. He I just I just think that the Nets are more well rounded. They have multiple all stars. And I think they could be a better eighth seed than the Knicks can ever be right now.
4: Josh, let me just tell you this right now. There is no way in the world... There is no way in the world that you're going to tell me that the Knicks, okay, are, are, are better than the Nets. That is just outright blasphemous! I, I, I mean, Josh, it is, Josh. It, it, it is blasphemous, Josh. I mean... Uh, it, it, you're talking about Kevin Durant. Do you know who Kevin Durant is? The I mean, Alright, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Okay. People have questioned his leadership skills in the past few years. I'll understand that. But you cannot deny the fact that he's on a team with Kyrie Irving, one of the best point guards in the league today and probably one of the best point guards in NBA history. And then you got Kevin Durant. Are you kidding me right now? I mean, this brother is averaging 29.5 points per game, man. You want to let's look at Kyrie. Kyrie is averaging 22.5 points per game. I mean, the, the uh, you can't guard the brother. And then we got to talk about Nick Claxton. This young guy, he is tall, he is athletic, the guy can rebound, the guy can defend. I've seen this guy play last year. I knew he had potential. Then let's go on Ben Simmons. Now, okay, let's be honest. Ben Simmons has not been in the best of shape in the past few years. I'll give you that. But let's not pretend that the brother can't play basketball now. I mean, let's be honest. He was rookie of the year. Wasn't he rookie of the year? He was rookie of the year, wasn't he? He was rookie of the year. He can defend, and most importantly, he can facilitate on a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you don't need another scorer. All you need is a guy who can dish it out, it. who can make good decisions in late games so that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant can be in their spots to make those shots when it counts. So you sitting up here talking about the Knicks are better than the that is just blasphemous. I, I mean, listen, I'm a New Yorker, okay? And every New Yorker is a default Knicks fan. But I could never in a million years sit here like Spike Lee and lie to myself that the Knicks are better than the Nets. That is just impossible. Listen, I love R.J. Barrett. Okay, I love Julius Randle. But the the guys, listen, there are a few guys on this team that are questionable to me. Obi Toppin, Toppin, right? R.J. Barrett. In my opinion, there are certain things that they could do better on the team, such as shot selection and defense. Okay, that could make this team better. Julius Randle, most importantly, needs to step up. Listen, I saw him last year in the playoffs. what are you going to do with 19 points a game? I I mean, seriously, what are you going to do when you go against guys like Milwaukee Bucks, when you go against guys like the Nets, when you go against... Billy. heck, when you go against Miami, let's not forget about Miami, I mean, the Knicks are in no shape to take on those teams. I mean, okay, they'll get to the playoffs, not even the playoffs, to play-in, and then what, what's going to happen? They're going to get kicked out by some by some lower-seeded team? Listen, I'm sorry, Josh. You, you know we can talk basketball, but, uh, I mean, what you just said is blasphemous. I mean, you remind me of Max Kellerman right now, okay? I mean, you seriously do. I'm sorry.
1: You're Done rambling now because your, your take was so tremendous. Ben Simmons only won rookie of the year because he was injured out for his first year. He actually played, he played, he played, what is it called? He had an organization to train off of and learn basketball. We all know Donovan Mitchell should have been rookie of the year that year. Let's not lie, he had 20 points. He led his team to the playoffs that year and he beat the OKC Thunder. And everyone thought, no one thought Donovan Mitchell was supposed to win that series. You, just, you guys just came at me with a tremendous take. Like that take was so, like that take was so bad, you guys need to get kicked out. I'm not going to lie with you. Like, what are you talking about? You're talking about the Knicks not being good? You disrespect me? You can be us to poverty teams. You Kyrie Oven is not even a top five point guard in this age right now. Like, like, if you want me to name point guards right now, I can name Steph, Luca, Trey, John, and what's who's number five? Who's number five? Number five would be Damian Lillard. Let's not Joshua,
2: Joshua, let me tell you something. Joshua, who did you name? You named Trey, Luca, Steph, Dame, who is your fifth? Jaw. Jaw. Let me tell you something. Having jaw over Kyrie Irving. K-A-I. You know why they call him K-A-I? He's a killer assisting instinct. What does he assist in? <laughs> Putting teams like the Knicks down into the floor. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Kyrie Irving's handles absolutely revered next to Paul Pierce. That's how much people love him. His scoring abilities, he is on par with, with here's what I'm going to say, don't get mad. He's on par with people like Kobe when it comes to the scoring ability. He's completely there, alright? Does he have the legend that Kobe has? No, not at all. People respect Kobe to a different degree. But the fact that you're going to sit here and tell me you have John ja Morant uh, 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 over Kyrie Irving. John ja Morant can't shoot the three ball like Kyrie does. Can he go in there and finish? Absolutely. Ja's an extremely athletic point guard. But does he have the late pack- package that Kai has? No, Kai, remember when Kai was on the Cavs and his extremely flashy layups. Now see him now with his developed layup package, more focused on the contact and finishing around the rim. On top of that, his drive, his speed and his build and his decisions as a guard. To say John Morant over Kyrie Irving it is such an atrocious, a blasphemous <laughs> take, a heretical take. Filled with such deceit and lies, you might have think that Satan planned that himself. Because there's no way you could say that and be telling the truth. Joshua, quite frankly, my brother, my brother in Christ, I think you need to recheck the stat line. Because there's no way you are not putting Kyrie Irving in the damn top five list for point guards in the NBA.
0: Yeah, um, I just want to talk about the Nets. I mean, you have Kevin Durant who said he wanted to trade, ended up going back with the Nets. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm going to prove this team. You know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, hopefully playing an entire season. And let's not forget Ben Simmons. He isn't a bad player. Yes, he cannot shoot a three for his life. But he is a great defender. And you have Nick Claxton, who's super young, and he's, you know, he's improving. Um, I mean, there's really nothing more. The Nets team is just better and I have them improving um more and also before we
4: wrap up this one segment about the Nets I would just like to say about Josh's top five and point guards I, I I I mean first of all you gotta first of all you gotta factor in the fact that Kyrie Irving is a champion you, you can't negate that fact. He's an all-star. Okay, he's an all-star. He's a champion. He's up there with Steph Curry. Steph Curry's number one in point guards. And then you, you, you just have to put Kyrie Irving right there. You just have to. You can't put Ja. You, you, you can't put Damian Lillard. And who, who's the last person? Luka. Luka. You can't put Luka. I love Luka. I, you know, Luka's my Luka simply
2: doesn't have the hands and the
4: development that Ky does. I mean, I love Luka. Luka's a damn good scorer. No, don't get me wrong, but you cannot put, put him. Over, over Kyrie, Kyrie Irving I don't care Kyrie Irving is a champion He's a world champion You can't take that he away from He was built
2: to kill He was built to score That's his life Is he was built to do this Now don't I can't say that Luke is not a damn good player But he's not over caught. And most importantly He has his own movie Come Kyrie Irving has his own movie Uncle Drew Go see it It's on Blu-ray right now currently. Did you see while it was in theaters? Listen, I bet you didn't because if you did, you would understand that if Kyrie was 76 damn years old playing against the the, 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 the Mavericks, (laughs) I would have his shiftiness over Luka Doncic's big body any day. I get that he has the physicality and he's a guard, but he does not have the speed and absolute instinct that Kyrie Irving does.
4: Not to mention this guy played with Shaquille O'Neal. He played with Shaquille Oni. They're going, in my opinion. You guys, it. You got it.
1: All three of them are just chatting. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't know what they're. Like, they're they're probably. I don't know what they're. I don't know. I can't even say that online. Right now, I don't even know. Like, I'm just, bu- I'm just astounded at what ha- what they just told me. This ain't Luke, this ain't Kyrie Orvin is better than Luka Dante's. I, I would sell half my team for Luka Dante's. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It, like, RJ, oh, you're my guy, but if I can have Luka on the Knicks. Like, that's because your team is poverty. Your team is, yo, you have four
2: people. You're starting lineup. You have Julius Randle. Sorry for raising my voice. You have people like Julius Randle. Okay, you have RJ Barrett. To say that you wouldn't trade half of the Knicks roster for Luka Doncic, what is that? My brother in Christ, That That is blasphemous! It's absolutely ridiculous for you to say that. Like, ingrain that in your head. Luka could outscore the entirety of the Knicks roster on a on-night, where they are on their A game. You wanna know why? They're too busy passing the ball. They're not focused on doing what they need to do. They do not have the defense that the Nets does. They do not have the facilitation that the Nets does. They they don't even have a fraction of the scoring that the Nets does, and you wanna
1: know why? Because they simply do it better. You You realize the New York Knicks team was based on defense that year we had that run to make it to and the apparently that couldn't take we are, to the playoffs we no we not make them to the playoffs last year for many reasons a lot of our good guys got injured Derrick Rose Sammy got injured he was out injured. for he was out for how many he was out for basically the whole he's season he's been out since he was off of uh, off of Chicago why you <laughs> can't say that why
2: off uh, Derrick Rose like, he was not the same he was in Chicago you cannot use Derek Rose being injured as an excuse to cover up the fact that your team is simply insufficient and not at all capable of doing what the Nets does or half of the other teams in the NBA. The only teams in the NBA I would say can't doing what the Knicks
1: does is the Kings and that's because the Kings are utterly horrible. Your team was in the playing last so year. You gotta remember that. Your team, your team, the Nets, quote unquote, the Nets. Your team is not, your team Your team, team, team has been playing good. in the mud and playing off of what their A game should be. You wanna know why? Because they're not
2: perfected. They're not growing the way they should be. They are simply a weed in the roots of any basketball team in the Eastern Conference. The reasoning for this is because they can't do what half of these other teams are doing are not as skilled. Even look at the Pistons with people like Cade Cunningham. They don't have scores like that. They don't have people like that. Because the Knicks are too focused on playing like it is the 70s instead of adapting to the game of the modern times where shooting is an absolute dominant thing. You need scores on your team. You need specific role players for the defensing and the facilitating. That's why we have Ben Simmons once again as Ramon had said. That's why we have Ben Simmons. For the facilitating the defense. You don't need scores when you have two people that can average 30, 40 in an entire season along with their assists and rebounds. You don't need that because when you have good players, you can build a good team by assisting those players and doing what they need to do.
1: Assisting. assisting what? You're assisting my my team. We're just, we're just going to build up because any great team That makes it to the playoffs. We need a top ten defense. We need a top five defense. We just need to focus on defense. Then offense is the second concern we need to have. But if we have great defense, we can 100 percent make it to the playoffs. And you realize, you realize, half the teams with the number one defense or the top five defense usually make the playoffs. We just need to have above average. Above average offense. That's why that's why I believe RJ Barrett is gonna be all future piece. If you me. saw what he did last year after the, after he came back from COVID and January to the end of the season, he dropped twenty-three points um five I think it's twenty three point five Four points for the rest of the season. Ogier had multiple great games. I can name one. I can name two of them. One against the Lakers. One against the um. What is it The Miami Heat. The game that he should have dropped fifty in, but he only dropped forty six. I think it's forty six. I believe because he missed a bunch of free throws. Even LeBron, he's getting he's getting hyped up by a bunch of guys. Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. They have they see. They see what he's doing. Jimmy Butler, they see how the Knicks is developing. We're not trading off for a star. I believe we should have got Donovan Mitchell, but the but Danny Ainge, the Jazz GM, really wanted to mess with us. We should have got, we should have had it. A superstar. We shouldn't be we should be the team people should be afraid of, not the Cavs. I don't like no it's not me liking the It's not me liking Cleveland. I don't like Utah generally. And you guys just came in with a bunch of atrocious tastes. Kyrie couldn't lead his own team in Boston. You realize that one year they made it to the Conference Toronto. That's Kyrie that's wasn't even involved. It was Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Al Hoford, and all of those guys. Look at that team now. They made it a conference final Two more times. One in the finals last, se- last season. Also, also let's talk about multiple teams that led their team to the conference finals. Trey Young and Luka Doncic. But you don't that's have players
2: like Trey Young or Luka Doncic. That's the problem. You can't say you can lead your team to a playoffs. Okay, look, let me tell you something. All right. To transition this into a different thing, I feel like we focus too long on the poverty of the Knicks and the wealth of the Knicks. <laughs> okay. So to transition this, here's someone who I think that's a better candidate for all of what you're saying with RJ Barrett, Paolo Banchero. The magic. Let's talk about the magic. Mm. The magic have not been in play for a long time. Let's admit it. Okay? People like Jalen Suggs that have come in, they're not bad players, but they're not at what they're supposed to be, except Mobamba, an absolute defensive God is what he is. He's he's good at the D, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's great at what he needs to do. Cole Anthony, he's not bad at all. He's doing what he needs to do completely. And I feel like players like Paolo are going to come in and they're going to take RJ Barrett's spot. Let me explain to you why. Paolo was an absolute legend. Look at Paolo's games before he's been in the NBA. Look at the games where they had a warm-up. He's dropping 40. He's dropping 30. Look at the games where he's in the NBA. You expect players like him to crash and burn immediately because it's the NBA. He's dropping 20 and he's still making those capabilities to get the double-doubles. People like Paolo... Are going to run people like rj barrett out of the ground and with this new magic team i think the knicks are going to be put out of the eastern conference if not by the nets by the magic
0: yeah i mean this the magic i mean i said it before in the beginning of the season the magic are not going to be the worst team in the east possibly the pacers although with Halliburton, i don't see them being i see it being the knicks the knicks don't have a single superstar that can keep it up the entire year you have rj barrett Oh, beginning of the year, he's dropping 10, 15 points, and he's going to slightly slow down and then carry down toward the end of the season. You need someone who's going to be consistent all year. You have the Nets. You have uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They're going to keep it consistently every single time. You have Jokic and Giannis. Those two are going to keep it consistent. That's why they are a good team. This Magic team, Paolo Moncero, you have Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, um, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba. Um, you have the defensive player. You
2: have yeah. the score. You have you have
4: the. And don't forget, you have Bo Bol. Bo, Bo, Bo oh, so. I mean, Bo Bol, a new now. legend. His father. Come on now.
2: His father was an absolute demon. Not when it came to scoring, oh. but when it came to the defense. The
4: I mean, the brother. The, the brother is seven-two. He is seven-two. The,
2: the brother, quite frankly, is if you took a beanstalk and you jacked it up on steroids, he's like a Tyson chicken nugget level of, of absolute beast of just.
1: Demonic body. I don't know what they're trying. They're just, Sean is the same guy who said we're gonna lose to the Pistons a few days ago. I don't believe nothing that Sean says. He's our average Mobile, he's our average Pablo Banchero fan. We're gonna destroy him. They, they're three, they're zero and three right now. We're gonna be nicks gonna be two in. we're gonna be two and one. And to, actually, by the end of tonight, we're gonna be two and one. My fantasy team is gonna be better. So like you just like if I like I don't even care. Cause like all I know we're winning. We blew out the pistons. We're about to destroy it magic. I'm just I'm just looking for for the next game. Like everyone's um, keep saying everyone keeps saying the Knicks are poverty. We're not poverty. We're gonna be eighth or ninth seed, making it in a play on. We're gonna destroy the play At least we'll make the playoffs. Win a few games. That's the goal. Joshua. Or take for Pablo. It doesn't really matter. We win we or, cha- or take for win um Victor. It doesn't matter if we do good or well this season. Next season. We're gonna next season. I feel like we're gonna everything's gonna click, and everyone's just gonna have. We're gonna have that type of season. Uh, Joshua, I, I'd like to remind you really quickly for a quick second that
2: the Orlando Magic had to play against uh, the Atlanta Hawks. If you're not familiar with the Atlanta Hawks, they have Trey Young, who's a better guard than anybody on the uh, New York Knicks. Um, the Boston Celtics with people like J.T. Tatum. I think Tatum's son Deuce could run your franchise I was like, out of the mud. Completely, if I'm being honest. But in all seriousness, they've been playing against top talent. That's not an excuse to say that you're an NBA team and you're playing against top top talent and you're not supposed to improve. That's not at all saying that. But when you're looking at who they need to play, it's absolutely ridiculous to say you're going to run them out of the mud with such good players.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Knicks, let's say they make the playoffs. You know, they could be a good team if Julius Randle, RJ Barrett step up. Um, If. If. If, um, but you go into the play-in, you have to face teams with the Hornets, with LaMelo Ball and Rozier. That could be that a deadly combination. That got the last two seasons. You got to remember the Bulls. You got to remember the Bulls. You, oh, no. you have the Magic. Mid. No, not the Magic. The Wizards, I'm sorry. Mid. Wizards. You have the Cavs. Mid.
2: Joshua, just because every team is not based around <laughs> passing the ball and not scoring, just because your team is focused on passing the ball more than actually doing something with it.
1: How you think basketball is a team game? It's a okay, team game. A team also, team. also, you deflected one of those L's that what, what that the Orlando Magic took. Let's you guys, you didn't talk about the Pistons, the team that we blown out, the, Pistons? the team that we destroyed, the team that we dominated. We basically own the Pistons. We do to this to every to single me. year. We own the Pistons. You didn't talk about how. You didn't talk about how. How their, t- how their team was one of the teams that beat the Orlando Magic. They're not a top team. They're like the bottom top five team of the NBA. I have faith. And, and the next season, they're going to have their comeback season. But comeback season means nothing. You're going to have Cade Cunningham. You're going to have Sadiq Bench. You're going to have Jaden Ivory. Jaden Ivory has been doing He's a wonderful rookie. In my opinion. Joshua. He's going to be
2: one or, um, Let me Let me, let me, let me, let me say something rookie. to you. Yeah. I know you're a Knicks fan. So let me just name your number one fear. Let me say this to see if you jump. John Moran! Yeah. What did John ja Morant do? I, I told to you, go. I told you what. Before the game with the Grizzlies and the Knicks, I told you, I don't want you complaining when John ja Morant flies over one of your men. One of your poverty men, sorry, your your Minutemen, if you want to say. Uh, let me compare it to something. Federico's gonna be proud of this one if he ever listens to one of these. It's like when you took America, right? And you try to face them against Britain, except you didn't have patriotism. Because all of those little farmers that you love on the Knicks were blown out by the MASSIVE force of the Grizzlies. Sure, did they go into overtime? Whatever, cool. But you can't just sit here and be like, oh, they got blown out. Or we blew out the the, the the Pistons and they lost. It doesn't matter because there are players that own an entire lineup on your team by just being on the field. Names, for example, Kyrie, if he was to play against uh, 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 the Knicks, destroys them easily. KD against the Knicks ends them. LeBron against the Knicks. I don't even have to say how that goes. You know how LGB goes. He will lay down the law like our leader, LBJ. That's what he will do. He is the president, el jefe, the chief, the boss. So as much as you want to make the excuse of, oh, we blew out the Pistons and they lost to the Pistons. That means we're better. That's not how it works. Just like how it will not work passing the ball around with no actual point. Uh, 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 point scores and point gods on your team. You are not the Nets. Right. You are not the Bucks. Your team will never be to that caliber because they will still be stuck on the old ways while everybody else is advancing and leveling themselves up to become
1: what the modern NBA needs. The re the rebuilding really Warriors. Were, were, and no one thought they were going to do something, but look at them now. Like I'm going to look at it your team. Still has not happened. Well, all I know
4: is this: the Knicks are horrible. Josh, you're blasphemous. Thank you very much for tuning in and we will be back